Good morning, Jeff Stevens here. It's a beautiful Wednesday morning. I want to talk to you this morning about the Book of Romans. Uh, it's been a while since I've gone over this. This uh, In the Book of Romans, there's this really cool kind of concept, and, and I tried to find out just how old this is uh, and when believers started using it, and I really couldn't find any information. Um, but Romans Road, or as some would call it, Romans Road to Salvation, is a really cool tool um, that can be used by believers when reaching people for the gospel. Um, it really is a very simple layout, and it might be even the most simple layout inside of one book or one epistle of the New Testament about faith and salvation. And so I just wanted to uh, to get into this, to share it with you so that you can utilize it if you would like. And I think it's a, it's definitely a really cool tool. So the book of Romans, first we'll start out, and I like doing this with books if we're looking at some big concepts out of it, just to kind of get perspective is who's Paul. So Paul's writing this book, right? And uh, so Paul, uh, who is an apostle, who was saved uh, on the road to Damascus through a miracle. Um, it's now somewhere between about 57 and 60 AD. So he's in Corinth, and Jesus has been dead for about 30 years, give or take a year. Nero is now the empire, and Rome has not started persecuting Christians quite yet because that really will start happening about 64 AD. And Paul has not visited Rome yet, although he's a Roman a citizen, uh, but his plans after going to Jerusalem are to go through Rome and then is revealed to us that he's going on a trip to Spain, where we, of course, assume that he'll be sharing the gospel through Rome all the way up into Spain. So Paul here, he's been a believer for a long time. You know, he's this huge uh, miracle happens to him, and he's been a believer for 30 years, and I'm sure he's developed some concepts in his faith, um, but he remains very true to the very simplistic parts of the gospel and what it means. Um, so here he is in Corinth and Corinth is like, it's like the big, it would be like Las Vegas on the sea. There's, there's slaves, there are Christian slaves, it's a big shipping community, there's a lot of commerce, paganism, there's prostitution, sexual immorality. He's in the midst of all of this stuff and here he's going to write uh, to the Roman community uh, what comes to us a couple thousand years later as this really cool thing that we call Romans Road to Salvation. So we'll jump right in. So I'm going to go over uh, five verses, and as you'll see, he's really just lay out who we are, um, why it is that we need Christ, and then how do we get him in five verses. So we'll start out with Romans 3.23 which tells us, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So very simple verse there. So that puts us all on the same sheet of music. Everybody whose feet touch the ground in the world since the beginning of time, since Adam and Eve, all the way down to the last baby born, we all fall short of the glory of God, which essentially means this. We live here with the opportunity to sin and we will all sin. We cannot make our own way to heaven and that it takes somebody 
to step in and do that for us. And we're going to get into that here in just a moment. So that's Romans 3.23, all have sinned. Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then it tells us if we've all been sinners, what's the big deal, right? Well, if you're a sinner, the wage, the payment is death, and that's your death. But there is a free gift out there, and that free gift is eternal life, but it's only in one place, and that's in Jesus Christ. So that's Romans 6.23. Then we have Romans 5.8, which says, God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So this shows what the payment is. So not just that God does it or that Jesus Christ does it, but that the actual payment was Christ's death. And one of the coolest parts of this is that it says, while we were still sinners. So this is explicit in saying that we did not become righteous and then get saved. We did not do a certain work and then get saved. We did not make, have some certain prayer and then get saved. There's no certain magic. And then our salvation, there's nothing that you can do. There's no amount of faith that you can have. The work is not yours. The work is his. And so that work is through Christ's death. That's Romans 5.8. Then we move on to Romans 10, verses 9 and 10. This little passage here is really cool. And it kind of gives us the plan. So... Romans 10, 9 and 10. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, one believes and is justified. And with the mouth, one confesses and is saved. So what is this saying to us? This is essentially this. Christ has given us the opportunity through his death. He has paid for our sin. This has already happened in history he did the work on the cross and it is finished. What God is telling us is now that the work is done, we confess our sins. We confess that Jesus Christ is our Lord and we believe it in our heart that that has happened. And if we believe that God actually did raise him from the dead, we will be saved. So I think there's definitely some implications in here that are underlying, like who Jesus Christ is. We need to believe that Jesus Christ crucified, died, buried, and resurrected. His nature are all important parts of this passage. We need to believe that we need to believe in the right Jesus Christ. We can't substitute it with somebody else. And we are justified only through the one Jesus Christ that the Bible talks to us about. And we can't add to that or take away from it. We can't add some sort of prosperity gospel to it. It is just in that very simple, the Jesus Christ that the Bible lays out for us. That's Romans 10, 9 and 10. And then the last verse I'll go over is Romans 10, 13. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So the key word in this is everyone. He is telling us that no matter where you are in your life, no matter what sins you have committed, no matter how bad you feel you have done, there's an opportunity for you to be saved. Everyone has the opportunity to go to him. I've been an awful person my entire life. I've committed horrible sins. I didn't walk with the Lord for the majority of my young life. And still, 
God saved me from my sin. It's really important to understand that none of us are good enough. So there's no point in time where we feel like we need to make ourselves better and then enter the local church or make ourselves more righteous and then say that prayer asking God to save our soul. The reality is all we need to do is ask him to save us and he will do just that. Um, So thanks for joining me this morning. I'm going to close with just this little part. Something I really think is an important part of Romans, but it's not in Romans Road. But if you're going to read, uh, since we've gone over Romans Road, and hopefully you'll dig into the book of Romans, there's another um, little piece of Romans that I want you to dig in on, because I think this is really important. And I would consider this to be the most important passage in Romans, and it may be one of the most important passages in the entire Bible. And that's Romans 1, 16 and 7. And it says this, Paul tells us, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek, for in the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the righteousness shall live by faith. So what's really cool about this is Paul is just telling us as believers, and this is a really important verse verse for believers, is we're not ashamed of the gospel. And we understand that God died for everyone's sins. uh, And there's an order to it. It says to the Jew and then to the Greek, which is really the gospel comes first to the believer. It came into the Jewish community and then it went out to the non-Jewish community. Um, And for in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. So it is in our faith and our growth in our faith that we understand that our righteousness comes from Jesus Christ. And it is very important for us as believers to not ever be ashamed of this gospel. We should be sharing it with everybody. We should be sharing it with absolutely everybody. And Romans Road just happens to be a really easy way, a very simple way. It is theologically sound. And when we look at the book of Romans and the Romans Road specifically, it really is the clearest systematic single epistle to present the Christian doctrine in the entire Bible. That's all jammed into one book. So I would encourage you this morning to get into the book of Romans and look at Romans Road to Salvation and utilize this as a tool, not just to remind yourself of what Christ did for you, what he did in you, and how to come to him. But utilize this uh, as a tool for your evangelism to reach people for Jesus Christ. When people ask why, you can just open to Romans and, uh, and utilize this set of verses. So Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23, Romans 5.8, Romans 10, 9 and 10, Romans 10.13. So thanks for joining me this morning and have a very blessed day.